0: So I think the fitness space is in a, in a in limbo and I think we do have an opportunity to to create something better than was there before. I think to see the next 12 to 18 months if the micro gym model is going to be kind of take over which I think it will, which is a huge plus for fitness and health across the the globe, right? Because people who come to gyms like mine, they are going to be people who are like crushing this virus more than, you know, people aren't because they're valuing health and wellness. They're getting uh, the the stuff that they need. They're they're invested in their health and wellness. So I think the more we see the transition over the next year about what's kind of happening, the more that these smaller gyms and these smaller personal training people who can offer high quality services are gonna be able to really, really uh, kind of move the needle in the positive direction.
1: Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Maestro on the Mic. We're still in that State of the Union series, and today I have with me someone who, yes, has been on the podcast before. He's actually one of my best and closest friends, and he's been in the trenches this entire time with a gym. He owns his own gym. It's like a 90 gazillion square foot facility. It's huge. It's absolutely freaking beautiful. And I wanted to bring him on to talk about what it's been like to be running a gym during this time, during these closures, and the pivots that have had to be made. Because I know that a lot of you are in the same boat. So I figured we'd get a little bit of that Roger Bannister effect going on. Because Anthony has not just survived this, he is thriving and pivoting left and right and, and figuring out ways to show up for his family, show up for his community, and show up for himself, Uh, and it's just, to me, truly, truly inspirational. So, without further ado, welcome to the show, my good, good friend, Anthony Mercurio. Welcome, my dude.
0: Thank you. That was a great intro. (laughs) I kind of got, like, teary-eyed a little bit
1: there. Man, I've been watching The Journey, and I'm just like, literally, it's just like every single freaking step, something gets thrown at you. You kind of get ahead, and then they're like, no, and then you kind of get ahead, and you're like, all right, cool, pivot, and then they're like, no. And you've just been like, all right, we're gonna keep going, and it's 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 really inspirational to me. So I, I'm I'm imp- I'm, pr- I'm proud, I'm impressed. I and I want to share this with the whole world because that's who listens to this podcast. So the whole the world. whole entire world. I'm like bigger than Joe Rogan. So, uh, <laughs> folks, if you want to know like Anthony's full background and everything, he's been on the podcast before. We will link that. Um, episode in the show notes so we can save some time on that and spend the the episode on the current stuff and the new stuff so i'm going to flip it over to you uh anthony and you want to tell us just maybe start from the beginning of hey the gym's doing great and here comes corona Mm.
0: all right we will start there so um First, a little preface, I guess we're we're in New York state. So if you guys are listening for wherever you are, New York state has gone through some really challenges. I think we're one of the last states to kind of reopen gyms officially. Um, So when we first had seen all this stuff, we were actually proactive and we were like, you know, we're not gonna wait to get shut down. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's just shut down proactively and figure everything out and then kind of go from there. So we were one of the first gyms in our area to just say like, hey, um, we're gonna make the decision early for the safety of our members and the safety of everything and we're just going to shut it down uh so i don't know if the the friday i think we, we had shut it down Then we actually got the, the the notice that we had to shut down anyway but we did it yeah. preemptively to be prepared um and as soon as we shut things down um we started doing you know like the zoom classes and the things like that but i never felt that um those zoom classes for us were a yeah. viable option mm-hmm. um it was, it it served a purpose for the time being. Um, and as things kind of progressed over time, like every two weeks, you know, it was getting like, you know, more and more shutdown, more and more restrictions. You know, we kept getting less light at the end of the tunnel, so to speak. It just kept getting dimmer and dimmer and dimmer instead of brighter. Um, so then we, we, we did like what a lot of gyms did. We, we gave out equipment. Um, at one point we didn't have a bumper plate or a dumbbell or a kettlebell in the entire gym. It was just an empty, it set like Sante said, 7,000 square feet of just empty space. Um, we had a pull-up rig in there, and that was about it. Like, we rented out rowers, bikes, um, you name it. We, we gave it out to our, our membership. And then with that, we spent the time that we had available, you know, all this newfound time, so to speak, that we weren't um, running stuff in the gym, and we created a YouTube library um, with 300-plus YouTube demonstration videos. We started wow. doing kind of, like, individualized programming where we can offer up actual coaching to our members, uh, through the, like a, the true coach app, if you're familiar with that. So we were able to upload custom videos of ourselves demonstrating, um, and give people a similar experience that they would be getting in the gym, uh, remotely. And we kind of ran with that for quite a long time up until, you know, quite recently where we were able to start doing, um, some things outside. We started doing you know, some random Saturday pop-ups in the park at first, and then we got official guidance to do things, uh, outside. So then we, we have a pretty large parking lot, thankfully, um, where we rented, uh, some big party tents. We bought, uh, I don't even know, like 30 or 40, like rubber mats from, from like the local tractor supply, um, to, to actually make, an outdoor gym essentially. And then we would take all the equipment out in the beginning of the day and bring it all back in, um, at the end of the day. And we would run our classes outside, um, just like we would inside. And then we rock and rolled like that. And so we got the official go ahead to be back indoors. Um, pretty recently, I would say we're going on maybe about five or six weeks now. I can't remember the exact date anymore. Um, but we've been inside running full class operations, um, with masks on for the duration mm. of our training sessions. Damn. So that's kind of like the, the quick and dirty timeline of everything. Um, wow. And we can dive into different pieces of yeah. it as we need to.
1: So just to like, I don't know if recap isn't even the right word here, but if you're <laughs> listening to to this, folks, just understanding – and this is why I'm like so you know inspired by what he does and what true leadership, in my opinion, looks like. The pivots and the adjustments that have been made all, all along the way. Whereas like building a YouTube channel with 300 plus videos, building out um, individuals or individualized or ID programming, renting tents to create outdoor space, uh, renting out equipment, which I know for some gym owners is really scary, and they're like, nope, because you're gonna fuck up my shit. I'm not renting it out. Yeah. Uh, you know, doing Zoom classes, and I love that he brought that up because. When when this first started, Anthony and I were talking about it and he was like, I don't think it's really working for my people. And I was like, awesome. Like then, and he pivoted. I think it's really important as uh, business owners, as leaders to try the things and, you know, we're scientists and it's like, hey, did it work? How's it being received? Is this what my people need? No? Okay, cool. Then I switch and go on to the next thing. Anthony, one thing I would love for you to, to just, uh, I don't know, talk about very quickly here is... You said you're, you're in New York State, but, like, you're not in New York City. Like, I, th- I just want to make sure that people understand that right. you're not in this, like, you know, and I say this because I feel like when you're in New York City, there's, like, people have endless resources. They have a lot of money, and, like, all of them can work from home, and it's just, like, it's a different vibe. Yes, New York City got hit really hard with the virus, but in terms of, like, the demographic that's there um, and the resources you can pull from, I think it is a little easier in New York City. You're upstate, uh, and you're... You're doing all these things. Could you speak to maybe any any uh, difficulties that pose, or maybe any way that, that you felt that that was beneficial for you?
0: Well, I think one of the the benefits of having um, being upstate was definitely like we have a lot of space. Mm. Um, so we were able to go to public parks okay. when, when it was a viable option. We were, like I said, we have a huge parking lot. So we were able to do that. I know we have friends, mutual friends down in Brooklyn who, who own a gym and they were trying to do things on so a, like, in a third sidewalk. F. <laughs> yeah. Into like oncoming traffic. Um, so we don't have like those kind of complications, but like you said, resources and, and just, I think, um, upstate New York, cause we're so far away from some of the like more trendy or, different yes. kind of ideologies. We talk about this with the difference between Instagram and Facebook mm-hmm. and different things like that. Um, so people aren't accustomed to different types of services. Like when we had first moved back upstate from New York City, like we had a tough time like trying to order takeout because oh. everyone like you have to call and order oh. takeout. And it's like, no. oh, hey, I need like this with no cheese, and they'd be like, What? You know, you kind of have that. <laughs> like, you, you know, you're in New York City, you go order everything from your phone, and it just ends up at the doorstep in 15 minutes. Um, so I think people were, were not accustomed to, like, these kind of, like you said, maybe higher level services yeah. or just different kind of like conveniences that are more accustomed to people in larger cities. Yeah. Um, so we, ha- you know, thankfully, like I lived in New York City for 10 years and kind of learned about all these different conveniences and different things that I was able to, like you said, pivot quickly. And I also pay attention to some of the other, you know, I guess, well-respected people who are doing what I'm doing in different parts of the country um, to be able to look and get ideas um, to then bring to our community that would work for
1: us. Uh, it's been really, really remarkable uh, to watch as you continue to push the boulder up the hill, uh, which, is, which is quite fortunate. Anthony has the biggest arms of anyone that I've ever seen in my whole life. <laughs> um, this man I was doing box jumps yesterday. And I was like, those arms are slowing you down. Like I a large part of me is jealous, but like this is a strong, strong man. Actually, uh, talking about that, Anthony, have, how has this affected, maybe in a good or a bad way, are you working out? Are, are you seeing health in an even different way? You have kids, anything with that?
0: Um, I mean, initially, um, when we were shut down, I actually made it a point that I would not come to the gym and work out mm-hmm. because if my members couldn't do it and my community couldn't do it, then I wasn't going to do it. Um, so just like all of them, I brought some equipment to my house and I was doing the thing right yes. from a little spot in my house, um, to show my members like, Oh yeah, we're in this together. Like, yes, I can go to the gym and do this, but we only went to the gym really to film those videos yeah. and we would spend an hour or two there, like me and my videographer um, and then we would go and edit it and do our thing. But um, I had some equipment in my house and I was able to kind of do some things that helped me kind of like relight a little bit of fires for different things. I started running yeah. a lot more than I, I have in the past. Like I made a, a a part of my process to run and work on flexibility and some other parts of my fitness. Now that we're back inside a little bit more full time, um, my fitness and my, my own personal health and nutrition actually have – i think gone up mm-hmm. um during this time because you know like i we did some nutrition challenges we did uh in true coach there's an option as you can see like how many workouts you complete we did like a compliance challenge to see how many people were finishing the workouts and logging their results and then it just we did so many more like little accountability things to kind of help people stay on track um, behind the scenes that allowed us to keep things moving in a positive direction as you said move the boulder uphill uh, for a lot of people who are struggling Um, to stay fit and active and healthy during this time that's
1: amazing have you had people that are new being like you know rona made me realize i need to change and like i'm looking to join is that a thing
0: yeah i mean the quarantine 15 as they're calling Mm -hmm. it it's like the freshman 15 (sighs) right um so yeah we 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 have gotten some new people as a result we've had people who you know, they're like, oh, you know, I just started the gym and I was ready to do it right before quarantine hit. And then it shut down and like derailed me. Like I really was like into this and like, I just need to get, you know, something going again. And we do, we have gotten quite a few um, newbies in, in the process. And um, awesome. in in, on, on the other flip side of that, we have also had in our area, two similar style gyms shut down. Mm. Um, so it's, you know, it's a, it's a, a good and a bad because then you see some other folks who are in the community who you know either they you know they they aren't doing well with their situation or they decided like hey this is too much of a grind like i just don't want
1: to grind for
0: this anymore and i'm just going to close up shop there Um, you go. so that's kind of like the 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 catch-22 with it all
1: can you speak a bit more on that in terms of and i I think you hit the nail on the head there where jim's closing down during this time i personally think that especially you know uh racism hit and crossfit i was all up in the mix there and a lot of people you know left and jumped ship and i think that some people were really looking for a reason to leave or you know looking for a reason to close down i think you hit the nail on the head there with like this is too much of a grind uh to stay open can you speak about why you continue to push the boulder uphill
0: uh, I mean, you you know, but I mean, obviously yeah. listeners don't know, but I've never, I've never been one just to dip my toe in anything. Yeah. Um, so when I do something and I commit to it, like I'm going head 1st mm-hmm. I'm diving in. And um, this has been uh, kind of like what we have right now. And right before kind of Corona hit, we were in a, in a wonderful place um, with the business where we were, we were hitting our stride. Um, we had just opened this, this beautiful facility uh like a year and a half previous we had moved from a smaller facility like and it it's for me it's it's what i had envisioned when i opened a gym five years ago um so there was no way at least not yet Mm -hmm. that i was just gonna be like all right i am you know i spent all this this effort this this work um you know this time money you know sacrificing time away from my family and doing this to just be like all right i'm going to close it down now because of some things that i don't really have a lot of control over yeah. but what i do have control over is the the ability to continue to serve and keep people who have you know given me money or, or looked to me for guidance but i can still continue to give them that guidance whether it's inside of the gym or not i'm still able to give them the service that they had signed yeah. up for previously or just recently so my goal is just to continue to offer that as best I can, regardless of what the situation outside is. I love it.
1: I'm going to ask you go even a little, even a little further with that, maybe a little different direction, but where do you see, uh, maybe I'll say fitness falling as a priority as we move forward. Like for me, you know, you folks listening know, I went and like built, spent a billion dollars and I built out my home gym and I still go to my CrossFit box, I still pay for my CrossFit box. I want, the, I want that thing to be there forever. Um, but for me, fitness is a priority and always has been health is a priority. Where do you, Anthony, see health, fitness as we move forward? Uh, and, and, you know, it can be your ideal or what people are actually doing right now. Uh, but what where, where are you feeling about this?
0: So I I think a lot of people are still very into and valuing um, their own health and wellness. And I think in some ways, this has kind of revealed it a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Being at home more, Mm -hmm. being more lethargic, being like stuck, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Um, What I've noticed, at least in our area, is that outdoor activities have like skyrocketed. Like if you ask somebody if they went hiking on a Saturday... They were like yeah like i wish like hiking was the same as it was two years ago and no one was really there. <laughs> and like so many people are going hiking so many people are doing outdoors so there's like a great avenue or a pivot for their lifestyle and being able to do that kind of stuff because a lot of people were like home by themselves they're home with their families and they were being able to do more outdoor t- activities with their families so i do still think that there's a big value in that
1: yeah
0: but um the gym space i think is is going through a little transition right now mm-hmm. i think those larger kind of globo gyms where you just kind of go and do your own thing are are kind of going to be fizzling out mm-hmm. um to be honest and i think that what we have is a premier small like really intimate kind of strength and conditioning facility yeah. like we cap our classes we already capped our mm-hmm. classes at 16 yeah so now we only cap our classes at 12 and we can talk about like why we did that and equipment, things that kind of transition, like talk about pivoting. Mm -hmm. Um, We did some crazy stuff with equipment, selling equipment, buying new equipment, things like that. And we can come back to that. Um, But I think like people are still really, really, very, very much valuing uh, health and fitness. And I think that they're still looking for, you know, like you talk about a lot with, you know, in your groups, the mafia and different things, people are still very much looking for that community of like-minded people to hang out with and to be a part of this process with you know, if anything, uh, you know, that COVID and, and the quarantine of the c- certain things kind of like showed us was that we need to be around other people. Yes. Seeing people just face to face is not the same as seeing a physical human being mm-hmm. in front of you. Um, so having that physical connection with somebody in front of you, even though, you know, we may be 20 feet away from each other, but seeing still. that person across from you doing burpees and struggling, it's just something about it that's different. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So I think being that the fitness is still valued. And I still think that, it is going to be there, but just like you, I do still have members who, I, they did the same thing you did. They built out these home gyms and they got little things here and there. And then now, you know, three six months later, they have full fledged gyms in their house. Yeah. What's what we did, which was great with that that initial transition, is I've been able to maintain and keep those people. Yes, through those remote uh, methods. Mm-hmm. Um, so i have some clients and some members who are with us in person and they went to this remote they built out a little gym in their house and they've been doing their health and fitness thing more regularly yeah. than they were when they were coming to the gym because now they like wake up they do their thing they have a custom program that i send to them i give them feedback They're just like having their own coach in their pocket That's so good. they do the thing every day and they they've been doing better honestly with some of That's their awesome. things because of the convenience of being at home and being able to do it That's so we have all those different factors i think everybody is valuing it. It's just, it's going to look a lot different mm-hmm. for different people.
1: Mm-hmm. Options. I love that. I love that. Uh, I, I wrote down so you can keep going with capping the classes. Why would you cap the classes? What'd you have to do with equipment concerns and, and such? All
0: right. So equipment, um, we always only had about eight of everything. Um, we have eight bikes, eight rowers, yada, yada, yada. I love that you and say only. There's like so many. Different things.
1: <laughs> so many. That, so I love that you say only. I'm like, that's so many. Eight is so well, many. Well, with
0: 7,000 square feet, <laughs> it doesn't seem like a whole lot. Um, but then, you know, like they wanted you to have, you know, like best practices was to not have people share equipment. Yeah. Okay. So in order to, to be able to run an efficient and effective program, we couldn't just like eliminate all of those things out of our program. Mm-hmm and just have them sit in the corner collecting dust. So what we did is we took inventory and I looked at all the equipment. And I was like, okay, what don't we use a lot of, all right? And as you know, if you try to shop for equipment during quarantine, equipment <laughs> was going for ridiculous amounts of money. Yeah. Okay. Like if you were trying to sell a dumbbell, you could sell it for a million dollars and somebody would buy it. <laughs> it's true. And so what I was able to do is I took some barbells, older barbells, older bumper plates that didn't kind of match they weren't like on brand, mm-hmm. so to speak. Like mm-hmm. they were a little bit older. They didn't match some of the other ones that we had. Um, the barbells were, you know, we've been in a business for five years. So some of them are a little older, a little bit more beat up. We had some random pieces of equipment that we just didn't use that often. Um, I might have used them for some personal training clients, but they still, even still, they weren't things that we use a whole lot of. So I put them on Facebook and literally I would sell them, I'd put something on that night and by the next morning I'd have 20 inquiries and it'd be sold. in in
1: 36 hours. so smart so
0: smart so then what i did is i took those things and i was like okay in order to run a class we have i have 12 squat stations i have 12 pull-up bars i have 12 you know wall ball targets i have 12 of all these things how do i get 12 bikes how do i get 12 rowers how do i get enough barbells and bumper plates and do all this stuff so i went out and i I got on a waiting list for for concept two I, i bought one from a local gym and I bought, you know, three more. Actually, I think I bought four. I think I have thirteen now. Um, so I actually got enough. So every person in class can have their own rower. We did the same thing with bikes. Um, we just bought another uh, concept two biker. So now we have four, and we'll run like, like, you know, like a five minute interval. Take a two minute break, and people clean their stuff, and then we rotate to the next group of things. Um, that's the programming and management of the of the class space. We built out um, these little. Uh, like weightlifting boxes, so to speak, that hold enough bumper plates and enough like dance yeah, clips, it has bands it has stuff like that. And it's at your station. So when you come in, your station is preloaded with everything you would need for the class. Um, so, we, you know, that was just, I didn't buy those. I built them out of some two by sixes because I'm, you know, yeah. into like do DIY stuff. Um, so then like everything is laid out to have exactly 12 people crush a workout in their spot without having to share equipment, without having to leave, without having to do anything outside of their little lane that they have um and it's been honestly it's it's allowed us to actually change our business model because of how efficient and effective the classes have been
1: oh, that's so good so 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 good you were kind of doing this beforehand why You're just limiting this class size and such but why
0: why were we doing what
1: limiting the class size and, like you have a You folks don't understand. This is, one, it's the most beautiful space I've ever seen, and two, it's gigantic. Like, I've been in other boxes around the country where they would run maybe three classes at a time or just have this one class going, but it would be huge. Anthony has always limited the size of the class, uh, you know, from the jump. Yes, he came from a smaller space, but then it wasn't like, oh, okay, we've double-tripled. I don't even know how much more space this is now. You weren't like, okay, well, the class size is going to be gigantic. You still limited it. Limited it what was the why
0: um mainly because so we're offering a a kind of premium price tag right for our area it's a little bit you know it's expensive Mm -hmm. um and you people come here for accountability and eyes and coaching and those sorts of things the more people you put in a class the less time that coach can spend with those individuals so if i have 30 people in a class that takes an hour if I just do simple math, that's two minutes per person. Mm-hmm. Is that worth 150 mm-hmm. bucks a month? Mm-hmm. Um, and then are you getting genuine feedback from that person? Do people know who you are? Like I want people to come in here into, into Prime Movement Performance and, and I know who they are. I know every person, what they do, if they have kids, if they're married, where, you know, all that sort of stuff. And I want to be able to know that about my clients and about my members. And I also mm-hmm. want my staff to be able to do the same. Absolutely. And I just thought that 12 to 16 is kind of the sweet spot. When you start getting into, you know, those 20s and those 30s, I don't think one person can manage that appropriately. Totally. Um, to be able to give like legitimate feedback and to make sure people are moving appropriately. At that point, I think it's just damage control. Make sure nobody like hurts themselves excessively. Yeah, no,
1: totally, totally. Did you get any pushback when you, you kind of always had this model, but at the same time, you were before it was crossfit utica so people coming in with an idea of like the, what this is going to be have you received uh any pushback or people been like well i'm not doing this then this is not what i want it to be i want to like snatch and hurt myself
0: um i mean here and there i mean for the most part i think we've done a good job of trying to articulate our message to our members and explain why uh, we do certain things so what we've actually just started doing which has been i think even more beneficial. Is as soon as we finish programming for the next cycle or the next week i literally jump on 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 my phone i do a quick video explaining why we're doing the movements what the purpose of them is and then i send it out to the members in our private facebook group i love it so love that it. way um, if they have any questions like oh why are we strict pressing or why are mm-hmm. we doing you know this or that and the other thing why are we doing all this single leg strength work and then i explain to them very clearly like this is going to help you stay healthier for longer Yeah. and the clearer you can, I can be with them. Um, the more they understand my philosophy and my vision, and the more they buy into it, and they're going to do it.
1: For you folks listening around the edges, you know I'm all about that. One of the things that Anthony has always done, and that I love about him, is his conviction, and how he is willing to show how he how he shows up, and uh, his willingness to take responsibility for any subsequent quote-unquote repercussions or anything like that. And I think that's really, really important, especially right now, just when we're seeing, I think that Rona has stopped things for many people and it's given them time to reevaluate, like, is this what I want to be doing? Is this how I want to be spending the rest of my days, the rest of my life? Uh, And if it's not, let me kind of change some stuff. And one of the things that Anthony does so well, I really respect about him, is that... He shows up and is like, "This is me. This is I believe in this thing. I'm keeping this gym open because I believe in this thing. I believe in fitness. I believe where you know, the 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 role that it plays in our life. I I believe in the community aspect that I know that I can uh, generate and create. Uh, I'm training people in this way, despite the fact that mainstream is like this, because this is what I believe in. This is what I believe is the the the, the quality service, the high quality service uh, that." that people deserve and also that resonates really strongly with me so i love that you've really stuck to your guns with that speaking of kind of sticking to your guns and such when everything happened with well actually you should just should just ask are you still affiliated
0: uh technically yes um so it was kind of funny is that our affiliation was up Mm -hmm. like april 1st yeah um, so we renewed right before right, yeah. Kind of everything. Yeah, kind of got crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm being honest, um, as you just said, like sticking to your guns and your conviction, like we have never
1: been yeah, totally. uh,
0: what I would consider a quote unquote traditional CrossFit.
1: Totally, totally
0: agree. Um, so the, the, our methodology, I mean, hasn't changed a whole lot. I mean, we had talked about this at, at length on multiple occasions. Like whatever whoever comes through your door, unless they've had CrossFit experience prior. Like whatever you give them is what they think CrossFit is, right? So our our just brand or our flavor of CrossFit was always different. Um, So I didn't, I never thought that I needed to be, um, I guess, restricted or handcuffed by what CrossFit was doing. And, you know, in some ways it does a lot of great things. And in in, in other ways it does a lot of things that don't help my own brand Mm -hmm. of prime movement performance progress, Yeah. and I think now we've actually, like you had said, we've actually had less kickback about like this kind of CrossFit ideology or methodology as we did on our early days because we were called CrossFit yeah. and we would do things differently. Like we would, you know, I have I hear horror stories about um, my members going to another gym and they're like, oh, they didn't even warm up. We just went in and did this thing. And, if, you know, for us, we do these extensive warmups that are, are based in you know, proper guidance and activation and (laughs) integration of movement patterns and different things that allow people to feel good. I have a member who's just transferred here from another gym and he was like, I never felt so good going into a, into a Metcon as I do here. Like at my Uh, previous gym, it would take me the first or second round to feel warmed up. And then by the third and fourth round, I was hitting my stride mm -hmm. here. I feel like I can do the movements right from jump. Uh, makes sense. Like, that's, that's outstanding, you know. That's what we we strive to do. We want you to go in and feel good. We don't want you to go in and be like, okay, I'm gonna cold start this this 225 deadlift and blow out my back. <laughs> um, so I want you to you know do that. And like sticking to your guns is not always easy, wow. um, because like I said, we got kicked back early on because we would get complaints from people who had a different ideology of CrossFit from a previous gym, and they're like, why do we warm up so long? Why do we do this? You know, why don't we just go and do a strength and then a Metcon and just get into it, get out, you know, like do this. And then I had to explain to them, those people are no longer with us because they didn't fit into our brand and our model. Mm -hmm. Um, And there was always that kind of like that clashing, so to speak. And it's not right or wrong, but they just didn't fit. Yeah. Right. And not everybody likes your flavor of ice cream. Right. So, Maybe, you know, like if you're serving, you know, whatever it is, and that's, that's, and that's, okay. If they don't like your flavor because they, there's another, another box it. down the street or another gym down the street that might be serving their flavor.
1: That's it. Oh. Um, I want you to keep going with this because it's a perfect segue in terms of marketing branding. Like you said, people come in when you have that CrossFit logo. People they assume like what they're gonna get. Whether it says like if you go to an acupuncture place, you assume what you're gonna get. You go to a chiropractor, you kind of assume what you're gonna get. CrossFit had the same thing. It had a name, it had its brand, and people went in kind of assuming this is what we're gonna get. How, and I think this has happened with a lot of people, how has this time and all the things that are happening with, with surrounding corona and such, how has that, uh, I want to say, helped with you being able to uh, truly identify who you help and what you help them with?
0: I, I think just the, the time to be reflective. Mm-hmm. Um when we were kind of got going through it, you know, it, it's a grind, yeah. right? Like anyone who has their own business or, you know, is doing the whatever they love you know, it's not easy at any point and it's a grind you're doing things and you get so caught up in doing day-to-day stuff where you, you know, unless you're really, you know, reflective and I, I do my best to do that, but I don't always dedicate time because of the things that come up. You know, you're constantly kind of, you're more of a fireman. Yeah. Sometimes you're just putting mm-hmm. out fires left and right and doing these sorts of things. And you, you don't, have the time to sit back and be reflective. I mean, if anything, you know, COVID not being, not waking up at 4 30 AM, like I do right now to go coach a class or not, you know, staying up late to make sure programming is in or fielding emails about things that happen at the gym or so on and so forth, you know, things like that. It gave me an opportunity to be like, sit back and be like, okay, how can we ensure that this thing is going to be, be there and, and be there for a long time? And how do we want to portray our message and dis- disassociate ourselves, not disassociate, but like separate ourselves from what other people are doing yeah. you know because if, if all the gyms in the area are, if all the other people are doing this thing i would like to be doing the other thing mm-hmm. you know because i want to be a, a unique aspect and i want to be something that people look at and be like wow that's they got their shit together they're yeah. doing um this thing when people walk in our door like <laughs> i have a co-worker he walked in the gym the other day he's like wow it looks sharp in yes here.
1: it does you know
0: and so you know everything was laid out there's lines there's this that and the other thing like i would love for you know people come in like you come in the gym and it has that wow mm-hmm. um that's different you know that's different for people who maybe used to a crossfit gym or used to a a global gym like you don't walk into them and be like wow you
1: know nah. um no you don't
0: th- this is something <laughs> this is something different this is something special um so that's what i i'm trying to create and continue to create and then the, the marketing part of it is to make sure that I'm sending a clear message
1: out into the public that this is special and why it's special. Yeah. Yeah, that makes so, so, so much sense. And I hope that you folks listening to this and I not even, I don't even hope, I know because you've been writing in and I've seen the mafia and I see you online. I know that you've, that this time has given you the opportunity to kind of reflect and be like, is this who I want to serve? Is this what I want to be doing? And then if so, which is a large part of the reason why I brought Anthony on, if so, if you've decided, yes, this is what I want to do, having the courage to double down on it. And yes, I love that Anthony keeps saying it. It's a grind. Like I don't ever want to paint a picture of like, you know, I love the Roger Bannister effect, but I don't want to ever paint a picture of, like, it's going to be so easy, too, because now you have the inspiration. Like, that's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. I just want to make sure that you hear that other people have done it and that it is it is possible, uh, and then take that, you know, as you, as you will. Anthony, can you speak about, because you mentioned this crazy 4.30 in the morning waking up, you have kids. You have two kids. You have a wife. You have a family. How has this time been between, like, the school, school, or not school, and the kids, and, and a business. What is life like? What is what has life been like for you?
0: I mean, for us, uh, we we try to keep everything as consistent as possible um, for them as well. I mean, you know, as, if we're being honest, we're all kind of creatures of habit. Mm-hmm. You know, whether we're three or thirty-seven. You know, which which I am. Um, it, we want to make sure that things are as consistent as possible. So, you know, our girls. You know, when we were doing the initial shutdown and school was happening, um, you know, we were still fortunate enough that um, the daycare restriction, um, because my, my wife was considered an essential worker because she was an upper admin of a, of a school district. Um, so uh, the day, daycare was able to help with our youngest daughter who wasn't technically in school yet. And that allowed me to focus on our older daughter who was in kindergarten. So she finished out her kindergarten year um, remotely. Mm. so I would go home midday, you know, and, and navigate that with her. Um, so for the most part, of the gym, I, I work, I work, wake up really early. I come and coach the first class of the gym usually. And then I would go home, you know, do breakfast and do all that jazz. And then I would help my oldest daughter handle her remote uh, schooling for the day. And then, you know, navigate uh the gym stuff remotely as well because we were shut down at that point so um it it was just a matter of like us being able to figure out like Mm kind of divide and conquer what tasks we needed to do for each other and help each other and support in any way we could Mm -hmm. i think that's the biggest thing because you know even though um we have differences obviously because of the sacrifice like i said before sacrifices you have to make away from your family or time and things like that which is kind of the ultimate sacrifice is your time Um, no amount of money really matters at, you know, it doesn't really matter, Uh, but time away from those people and, and being able to do what you need to do is, is the most valuable thing. So we've actually been able to still be pretty consistent. I'm still home for dinner every night and we, we still do like walks after dinner every night and hang out and chat and talk and do all that kind of stuff. But, you know, I still pick up like after this, I'm going to pick up my two daughters from school slash daycare. Um, so I still do a lot of like the dad activities. Um, you know, what's really great about having my own gym, my own space is the girls, you know, having a huge space is when they come, everybody knows who they are. They have like a lot of little, you know, quote unquote, babysitters at the gym who they love to hang out with and run around with and, you know, do stuff with while they're at the gym. So it's been a really, uh, great experience, honestly. And our population, which is also very unique is like a 70, 30, like, strong badass women Yes, it is. and yes, having two daughters seeing like all these strong badass women like crushing it every day is like the best role models i could
1: ever ask for. oh man it's so so good have you started any like are the walks new have you started new traditions during this time the walk is that the, is that the only new thing
0: uh that's i mean the real yeah i mean we did like we haven't done family walks like consistently like that but we do one every night oh
1: i, I love it I love it. Yeah, every
0: night after di- after dinner we usually take the dog for a walk. And now if we don't if we don't go for a walk for whatever if like life kind of gets in the way, our dog lets us know. He's like a whiny little baby if he doesn't get his walk in.
1: Keeping you accountable. Man,
0: well, he's old. I mean, he's old. I mean, he I've had him since when I moved to New York City in like 2015. He's an old man now.
1: Oh yeah. And, Duncan's old
0: man. And I think like quarantine did him good too. His health is, he's he's like a little puppy now. He's like getting his exercise. He's leaned out. He's like, "Oh, this is great." <laughs> keep keep going
1: walk, going for walks let's do it let's go <laughs> oh, and this is so good this is so so good i got a few more questions and then we'll wrap it up but oh, i'm trying to think which one i want to ask first because it's not the best segue but uh, the one the question that i want to ask i kind of want to like push it back towards the end because it's more of like okay. a final question but uh, just from a logistics perspective how's it going with masks and the gym and what's what is it what are the rules right now over there
0: uh, the rules are full mask, uh, all time, unfortunately. Oh, um, outside you to get a, um, inside, outside you can kind of, you're, you're okay. Outside okay. you're okay. Um, but you know, like it's getting colder. Mm-hmm. Know, gonna, some yep. days are very cold. Yep. Uh, early in the morning it's very dark. Mm-hmm. Um, so that becomes a little bit more challenging. Um, I actually had to buy some like portable lights. And and different things that put under the tent at some point were for like the the early morning classes because it was just so dark that you couldn't even see the person in front of you who was standing 10 feet in front of you Wow Um, so we had to buy Mm -hmm. some portable lights you know just like another layer to the 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 cake so to speak to kind of keep it moving and keep things operating people being safe Um, but we do have with those mats I moved them off so we have like a side section um, that's kind of like behind where we're located in a plaza, but kind of like tucked in the back, like away from everybody, not even remotely close to any other store in the plaza. So we, around the back of the plaza, there's a section that we've kind of moved all those rubber mats to. So if people want to go outside and do some of the workout, we have, I bought a bunch of like inexpensive shorty barbells from Titan, mm-hmm. They're like 50 mm-hmm. bucks each. Um, so those are like our throwaway outdoor barbells. So if you want to go outside with <laughs> I, them, yep. we can. Smart. Um, as opposed to spending like a $300 Rogue barbell, like getting tossed on the concrete and rolling around and doing all sorts I'd of I'd cry. Stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I would sell one barbell from Rogue for 300 bucks on Facebook. And then I'd go buy six. I bought six of these barbells. So smart. So now I have you know, like six to eight of those cheap barbells that I can like, literally throw away. So if they break or anything, I'm, I'm not yeah. like it's, you know, yes. it's not the end of the world. I'm okay with that. I'm
1: devastated. Um, that. So
0: there is an option of doing that. And then we give people, the option to be like, hey, um, if you really want to go outside and do the workout mask-free, like here's an alternative if there's pull-ups. We give them like bicep curls, like okay. there's this, we do this, you know. So we give them alternatives if they really got to go outside. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, you know, the alternatives, people are just like, no, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to grind with the mask on and get it done.
1: I freaking love it. I want to keep going with that. And I think you've already answered it, but I'm just going to keep going with that. Like winter is coming, so... I, I, you folks know I live on the East Coast. It's sunny here. Like winter is here right now, but it's not. Uh, it's like eighty-five degrees. It's actually the hottest September October, or October. The warmest uh, where I live, but on the East Coast, it's cold and dark. Like you said, Every, are are you allowed to go back in fully? And do you are you projecting or forecasting any issues? closures things yeah so we are in fully
0: right now we're inside okay okay we have been for about six weeks or so okay um with full masks on and uh lane specific we do temperature checks we do kind of like uh like little screenings and different stuff like that they have to fill out a, a piece of paper telling when they come in and when they leave the gym so on and so forth um and uh right now i mean things are in a good place um at least for you know being shut down again mm-hmm. from my understanding now i don't know if this is 100 percent, but i've heard that they're going to treat the gyms like they treat restaurants and bars in the area oh so if you get uh constant complaints about you know not abiding yeah. by the health restrictions they're going to shut you down individually
1: okay okay cool this is that's so much better than I, blanket say it again it's much better than the blanket of like everything's closing you are group z right
0: so what they've been doing to bars and and restaurants here is they've been taking their liquor licenses oh yeah which is a pretty i mean that's a pretty hefty yeah hefty deal um but here they're just going to shut you down in terms of the gym um we and that's why we have been so diligent you know from the get-go you know i tell people like listen here's the deal like you have to wear your mask yeah like if you want this gym to to survive this that's it like you have to wear your. Like, whether or not you agree with it, That's whether it. or not it's comfortable, whether or not any of those other factors, um, you need to wear the mask over your nose throughout the thing. If you need to take a mask break at any time, go outside, it. take it off, and take a breath. That's it's it. not the end of the world if you miss two minutes of your of your your conditioning, but it is going to shut the gym down if someone walks in and you don't have a mask exactly. on when you're here, and the like Department of Health is like, well, you guys are shut down. Exactly. exactly. So it's just more about, like, a respect. And we very, you know, if I had to, you know... I haven't had any kickback with that. Like mm-hmm. I said, a few people just canceled because they knew yeah. that our policy on it was pretty. Like this is what you got to do. And you know, I had a great conversation with a, with a friend of mine. He was like, he's like, there's something about how you say things to people that it's just matter of factly, and people do it. I said, um, there's no argument. There's just like this is what it is. I have to do this thing, and that is what it is. You know, like I'll, you know, at yes, yesterday it happened. Like we were doing like box jumps, and like we were running outside. So when they go run outside. They can take their mask off and they come back and they put it back on. And, and the, a girl was doing box jumps and her mask would like fell down, you know, because you're jumping yeah, and landing yeah, on a box yeah, yeah. and the mask falls down. I went up to her and I said, hey, you know, can you please put your mask back up? Yes, no problem. I'm sorry. That's it. Okay. Problem solved. All right. So, yes, yeah, so, you know, <laughs> did she intentionally take her mask off? No. But when you're doing certain movements, that thing's not uh-huh. staying up there. If You're jumping rope or you're jumping up and down on something. Or you're running. That thing's not staying above your nose. Um, <sighs> So we just try to you know be as as kind about it and let them know like hey this is, this is what it is. We just got to do our thing.
1: Ah, this is what I brought you on, man. Just a large part of the reason I brought you on is because I am so digital. Obviously, it's like what I promote, it's what I know, it's what I teach, and it was important to me. I still have some more. I still have some more questions. We're not done yet, but it was important to me to have someone that is still very much involved in. The brick and mortar space like anthony loves digital stuff too as well like don't get me wrong he's very good on it but he's also still very much doing pushing loving this in-person thing and and pivoting in different different lots of different ways as as you've heard um but just so you could hear like yeah if you listening to this are like i want my gym to open to stay open or like i kind of want like my pipe dream is to have a brick and mortar gym Anthony's, I want you to be able to hear his story because it's not like, well, everyone in the whole world should just go digital and we're never going to talk to people and the end, like there are other options and people that, that in-person component of things we know is just, we are a social species. So I wanted to hear this from Anthony. Speaking of in-person, what's happening? Because Anthony's also a physical education gym teacher. Uh, What's happening in that space, Anthony? Is that a thing?
0: It is a thing. And uh, we actually I just had a I just taught phys ed this morning. Oh, um, so yeah. Yeah. So um, every school district did their own thing. Um, so in New York State, they were kind of given some some guidelines just like everybody else. And the schools were kind of left to their own devices on making up whatever policies, procedures, uh, management structure, however they wanted to, to deliver the education. Um, My particular school district that I work in, we decided on like cohorts. Um, So there's a like a what they call a red cohort and a blue cohort. So the red kids come in on Mondays and Wednesdays and the blue kids come on the Tuesdays and Thursdays. And so, for example, like a first period physical education class um, today would only have half the kids in person and the other half of the kids would zoom in um, for a portion of the class. Okay. So that was just kind of like managerial, like, Mm -hmm. okay, we Mm -hmm. had to cut the actual in-person in yeah, in person. attendance mm-hmm. down, so that just cuts it down. Now for us as a staff, um, that, I mean, they have me on staff, and like I just said, we did all this YouTube stuff, where I'm very digital, Like I'm kind of like a digital nerd too. Um, so what we did is we also created um, some YouTube demonstration videos where the staff came into the gym, and we actually, you know, I mic'd them up, we put on like school clothing, And we demonstrated and talked through as a staff. So I would have like my coworker, I would demonstrate the movements and he would talk through how to do a squat, Mm -hmm. how to do a plank. Mm -hmm. So the kids were getting in person, so to speak instruction from their teacher. Mm -hmm. um, So they can have something when they were at home to follow along with. Um, And then weekly we create a new workout that has explanations. It's a PDF that I, I branded for the school and, um, I linked the YouTube videos that we created to these documents so the kids can then follow along. And if they have any questions, they can just click the link and be like, okay, how do I do uh, a plank up down? Or how do I do a squat? And in the squat video, we have like different options. Like, Oh, if you have a book bag at home, if you have a dumbbell, this is what you do. If you have a bar for some reason, this is how you can do it. So we gave like all these different kind of like layers of each movement to give to them. I love it. When the kids are actually in person, um, we do things that are, Um, we would traditionally do because like a lot of the stuff we try to do anyway, was uh, a similar model with, for the most part, like our first unit was always archery. Oh, we're in upstate New York. We have a ton of space. Um, we have like, we have five targets and we have, you know, enough bows for 30 kids and enough arrows for every kid to have three of them. So we went outside today and we did archery, um, in a very open spread out space. And the kids were able to shoot and have fun and be a part of what physical education should feel like oh, that's cool. um, an opportunity to learn something, have fun and, and relax um, and move. Um, so that's kind of what we, we were able to do today. And like last week when it wasn't so nice out, we were inside and we were playing badminton and we were doing, we, we start off the, the class with some general, like we put kids in spots on the floor that are, you know, distance of course. And then we do, some sort of stretching or mobility and then we would do some body weight exercises like i had them doing split squats and push-ups and planks and different things to get just some basic you know general body weight strength strength and conditioning in and then we'd go and play some games or activities whether that was badminton or different things like that
1: this is good this is good for those parents that you know not every parent is like way into movement and into stuff like this and i feel like in general a lot of the Burden, um, responsibility, I don't know what the right word is, responsibility for teaching the kids and stuff. We went, we went to homeschooling and and the parents are doing a lot. Like now things, a lot of things are on Zoom. I don't know what what every place is like um, across the country. For parents that are listening to this and maybe aren't, I mean, most of them are in the movement space, so I'm going to guess they're they're more so movement inclined. But for those that are just like thinking about like, yeah, I'm concerned about my kid sitting in front of this screen all day uh and would love more movement stuff do you have any like general suggestions like are you are you like oh i gotta do more stuff with nelly now she comes to the gym with you so maybe that's part of the answer but for the general parents out there uh do you have any suggestions are you are you worried about where pe is going i think pe
0: has been in a a space um i've been pretty vocal about this on some of my social media posts in the past i think pe has been uh, struggling a little bit in the past but I think if if they were able to and if we are able to as a, as a physical education community um, pivot appropriately to doing more of these individual based fitness based things, I think we can come out of this on top and offer a different solution that has kind of given, I think you had made a joke about it on your Instagram about like when people ask you what your job is and you say physical therapist, you don't say that because people want to ask about your back. Yes. And then like there's always jokes about physical education teachers not being like real teachers and mm-hmm. things like that. But I think if, if people educate themselves and get in a position where they can now offer you know, a really great opportunity for kids to learn how to be healthy and move better,
1: I, I love think they, that. they
0: have a really great opportunity to do so in this space right now
1: I that's away from that.
0: general like i'm gonna roll out the ball and we're gonna play soccer or basketball or whatever because now you can't do that mm-hmm. so you're gonna have to find creative ways to get kids active and move and i think that honestly you know whether people think it's right or wrong it's through fitness
1: yeah.
0: um, because you can do a lot of fitness stationary you can stay in a, a little bubble mm-hmm. and, and if you had some dumbbells or some bands you can get 50 kids in a gym active all at one yeah. time with one resistance band yeah and you could crush it yeah and um, I think I that's a it. very viable option for people. And in terms of my own children, that's when the walks kind of came in. Mm-hmm. Like we were doing it mm-hmm. as, okay, we need to get out. We're getting a little restless. That 30-minute walk, I mean, for us, we walk a little over a mile. And some days when it was nicer, we'd walk almost two miles. So for a good. three-year-old, a two-mile yeah. walk's like like a
1: marathon. <laughs> i like, like, she just walked you know a marathon. I mean? and, they,
0: <laughs> and they walk the whole time. And sometimes, like, they want to run. Yeah. Like, so my wife or I will race them mm-hmm. to the next – you know, the next, whatever, the driveway yeah. or from the fire hydrant to the post or to the tree. Or, you know, sometimes when I go with Nelly, she tries every tree, she tries to jump and grab a leaf. <laughs> so she's getting like, you know, That's like amazing. she's doing max effort vertical yeah. jumps every, every tree. Yeah. You know, she's, like, it's just like little silly things that kids come up with on their own um, that, are, you know, and then she's got me jumping every time. By the end, I'm like gasped because I just did like. She's like, "Can you touch that 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 leaf like a million miles up there?" I'm like, "I don't think so, but I could touch this one here."
1: <laughs> uh, so but good. yeah, so you end up
0: getting like these, you know, these inherent things that we we get to move with and the kids get to move and, and do that. And like you said, my my girls get to come to the gym, so they create obstacle courses with boxes and they're swinging on rings and they're doing all this crazy stuff that normal kids probably don't have the opportunity to do. But um, we still instill that, okay, we need to go for a walk. Mm -hmm. We need to get like a little of this energy out and get moving because I do think that at least at the very least, and this is what I preached to my students this morning who are zooming in, um, that you need to do at least 30 minutes of activity. And I told them, no matter, I was like, okay. And that's one of the girls who was in my class. I was like, how old do you think I am? Most of the kids say that I'm in my mid to late twenties. That's amazing. Right. So I'm 37. That's amazing. And, um, And I'm like, so you don't think I'm 37? Why? You know, because I look a certain way, because I act a certain way, um, whatever, right? But I look a certain way because I eat right, I've exercised forever, and I've done all these things to make sure that I can still keep up, you know, and keep moving. And if I go out and race a kid, I could probably keep up with them or beat them or do whatever. Um, So you want to be able to do this. And, And I was preaching to them in a way this morning. I was like, listen, like. You don't want to spend the next 20 years being inactive. And then when you become 37, you're just going to start your fitness journey. And it's going to be hard as hell for you to get motivated because it's going to suck and it's going to hurt. What's easy to do is to start building a routine. And right now, I said, maybe it's after lunch. Maybe it's after dinner. Maybe it's when you wake up. You do 30 minutes of some sort of activity. We've given you like four to six of them ideas right now to follow along. But if you don't want to follow along, no big deal. Go and do something. Go for a walk. Go for a run. Go play a sport with your friends. Just do something that gets you into the idea like every day after lunch, I go for a walk. Every day after dinner, I go for a walk or a run or I do this thing. And then over time, you're going to build up this resiliency, this, this endurance, this healthiness that you can carry on with you for the rest of your life. It's not just about like waiting 20 years and be like, oh, I'm young, I'm good. But that's what many people do. And we see that in the gym every day. Yeah. People come to us like, oh, I just let myself slip over the last 10 years. I used to be an athlete in high school. You know, I did this, that, and the other thing. And now I'm just like, I'm a mess. Can you fix mm-hmm. me? It's like, you know, it's a lot harder yes. to fix you than it is just to kind of stay you maintain. know, stay tuned up throughout the years. You know, if that's you it. think about a car, you don't wait. You know, we, a lot of times we wait for it to be broken. But if we just tuned it up that's over it. and over again, I'm sure Peggy gets tuned All up time. really well. All so time.
1: She, <laughs> you're going to outlive me for sure yeah (laughs) this is certain this is certain i love what you're saying just for me hearing this and listening around the edges the thing that i'm that i'm hearing and taking away from it is that it all matters and what i mean by that is what you believe in matters so share that we all have a role here. It takes all kinds. And I feel like some people may be like, you know, what's the point of the Zoom things for the kids? And on the flip side, you got folks like Anthony showing up and miking the gym teachers because to him it matters. And the message that he can send and help these kids, it matters. So whatever it is for you that matters, share it. Show up. Double down on it because it does matter i just i love i love that your answer there was yo if you're thinking about this if you are a gym teacher listening this because I, I guarantee i have a lot if you are a gym teacher of any sort you have opportunity here i love that reframe Anthony. it's so so good because from the one side for parents maybe like i don't know what the fuck to do well you know what here's a solution we have gym teachers that can step up and really create something special and needed. Just like let's look at what's happening in our country. Like we it's really needed. That's I love it. I love that reframe. I love it. So, I see where we're at with time, so I'm going to wrap us up, but the the question I was putting off is given all that's going on and and, and has gone on and where we're at, what what do you feel about the future and not like about Rona, the future about what you're doing, how you're showing up, gyms, the physical space, the movement world. Are you in a hopeful place? or you are like, I don't really fucking know. What do you think?
0: Uh, I mean, I'm, I am probably the most confident uh, with what's happening around at least myself um, than I think I ever have been around my gym, around things that we're offering, the things that we're doing, the, the, the services that we're providing and things like that. Now, the, in the whole fitness industry as a whole, I think uh, we are like, just like the physical education thing, there's, there's some unique opportunities out there. But I think because a lot of people are, you know, um, searching for social media and searching these different digital platforms for something,
1: mm-hmm. right? And they don't always
0: know what they're searching for. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're searching for something. And that's a lot of times health and fitness related. And, you know, like, there, I can't tell you how many things pop up on my Instagram on a regular basis that are like these gurus trying to pitch something. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I think we, we can easily get conned into um, giving away money to people who aren't going to provide us anything in return. Yeah. For sure. So I think the fitness space is in a, in a, in limbo. Um, mm-hmm. And I think we do have an opportunity to, to create something better than was there before. Um, I think the, the, to see the next twelve to eighteen months, if the micro gym model is going to be kind of take over, which I think it will, mm-hmm. from that global gym model, which yeah. I just talked about, which is which is a huge plus for fitness and health across yeah. the, the globe, right? Because people who come to gyms like mine, they are going to be people who are like crushing this virus more than yes. you know, people who aren't, because they're valuing health and wellness, That's they're it. getting uh, the, the stuff that they need they're, they're invested in their health and wellness, right? That. That's the big thing. Like they're invested in it. So people who these more of these like micro gyms that pop up and people who do value this and want to spread that message, I think they're going to be able to benefit uh, people as a whole better than that, like global gym model. So I think the more we see the transition over the next year about what's kind of happening, um, the more that these smaller gyms and these smaller personal training people who can offer high quality services, are going to be able to really, really uh, kind of move the needle in the positive direction.
1: I love it. There's my man leaving us, leaving you with hope. I think right now it's really easy to just focus on the net for many people, not for everyone, but for many people it's easy to focus on the negative and like what's happening and things are closing and just be like, "Whoa, is me. And here's Anthony giving you solutions, reframing things and really showing that, you know, there's a reason to have hope there's a lot of opportunity that's there and that is going to be there and you know tying back into what he said what all of what he's been saying this episode is doubling down on the things that you believe in anthony i meant to say this earlier but anthony actually uh, pitched a local tv station during when all of this was happening and was just oh, like yeah. hey this is why i believe that the gyms that I that I run the gym that I run in this kind of gym should be should be able to stay open this is why we're different he's actually you know speaking his case and doubling down and, and he said this matters to me and I'm going to do whatever I can to fight for this and show up for this and just this whole entire time with the pivots and the way he's showing up and the things that he's doing he's leading from the front and once again this is why I wanted to bring him on for you anthony if folks want to contact you connect with you clap for you whatever where can they find you how can they find you
0: uh instagram uh it's just a and then my last name which people always spell incorrectly (laughs) which is m-u-c-u-r-i-o um that's where i do most of my my posting um my goal is for this this year right my my birthday was yesterday so what i thought his birthday was after Yeah, happy birthday! Uh, My goal for this year is to be more, more present, consistently present on my social media platforms, uh, specifically my Instagram. Um, Like we were talking about reframing and doing different things, in talking about positivity and and like looking to the future. I think right now, like I said before, I'm I'm very confident in what I provide and how I can provide services to people um, at a high level that I'm going to double down so to speak on that platform a little bit more than I have in the past. Love um it. love it. So that that would be the main spot I would think to uh
1: to find it. If they want to check out your gym or sign up for your gym or anything like that. Uh because I do know we have some like mutual people listening. They're they're either from Utica, they know about Utica. If they want to check out the gym, what's the website for that? How can they do that? Instagram it's Prime
0: website. Yeah and that the gym is at prime and then it's M v m n t essentially movement without any vowels cool
1: done we will link that so you got two things to check out you can check out anthony's uh instagram you can check out the gym if you need anything like that you want to learn the things or just look at the space it's absolutely incredible also anthony i your birthday was after this so very happy belated birthday to one of my best friends now i feel terrible but I'm going yeah. <laughs> to blame Facebook. I'm going to blame Facebook because it didn't tell me and now I didn't know. Yeah. Last thing, Anthony, you've left us with so much, but I got to do the, the standard, my typical uh, sign off question. Is there anything else that you want to leave the people with?
0: Well, I think you had kind of like piggybacked off of many of the topics, but I do think that there is a lot of positivity to see in the situations that we have. Um, when we look, you know, we get caught in these these hamster wheels yeah. of negativity and thinking all these things are are out to get us or whatever. Like I said, I'm in, in New York State and and the governor here has been very against gyms the whole time. And I could have easily just been like, you know what? Like, we're done. Mm-hmm, like, we're shutting mm-hmm. it down. Like, there's no hope, blah, 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 blah. But um, always thinking of creative ways to to solve a problem and create a solution to a difficult problem is always going to benefit you in the long run. So just being creative, thinking about thinking things through and then having a good team around you. Um, Shantay and I were talking off air about the people, you know, like I had a couple of coaches change through and different things have happened. I've been very fortunate with the staff that I have who was able to you know, be comfortable on camera and and record things. Uh, I have somebody who takes great pictures and video and editing and stuff like that. So I've been able to to harness a good team around me that has helped me create and have ideas to continue to move things forward in a positive direction. So having a team around you, keeping that creative juices flowing to be able to to, to find solutions to difficult problems, and we're gonna be good.
1: I love it, man. I love it. I'm gonna flip it back one two more time to you. Uh... Put the spotlight back one more time to you. Uh, If you folks haven't watched the movie V for Vendetta recently, watch it. But in that movie, they say, the dude says, there is no such thing as coincidences, only the appearance of coincidences. And Anthony just spoke about this incredible team that he has around him. And Anthony, I want to say this to you, that's not a coincidence. You lead from the front, you attract these things, and you've created these things and those people being around you and the work that they're doing, yes, I give props to them for doing that, but that is largely because you've curated that and created that. So, my hat is off to you. And for any of you listening, if you're wanting to do this, if you're wanting to do brick and mortar, the gym thing, the whatever, lead from the front, right? Anthony, thank you. This has been absolutely phenomenal. I, I leave these episodes with you just excited. And also just feeling safer and better. Uh, my last episode, I did Dr. Tina, and we talked about like who's on your who's on your team, like kind of like your Hunger Games team or your Corona team. And I'm like, Anthony, of course, has always been since day one on my team. And now I get to talk and sh- and share your message with the world. And I'm like, yeah, this dude's definitely on my team. So thank you for your time, all that you've done, just your friendship over all these bajillion years. Just thank you for everything, my dude. Thank you. You Appreciate are it. so so welcome. You folks listening, thank you. I know you could have been doing anything else or lots of other things and you chose to listen to us and for that we are both endlessly, endlessly appreciative. Not going to ask for any likes, subscriptions, or anything like that. I'm going to ask if you liked it, if you loved it, that you share it. Grow your team. Spread the news. Spread the education. Spread the love. Better yourself. The only way out is through. And the only way through is together. All right, uh, officially wrapping it up. Until next time, friends, Anthony and Maestro.